Let's do this. Let's do this. Happy Sunday, everybody. I hope everyone's had a good week. Um, I also hope that your week has gone by a lot slower than ours. I feel oh, like... It went by so fast. Yeah, I feel like I blinked. Um, however, we are recording this early this mm-hmm. week because um, tomorrow we are doing a hike. We're going up to Mount Timpanogos, so that yes. should be fun. Um, however... I don't think that we're going to be in the mood to record after. Probably not. <laughs> no, I would probably say not. Um, so that will be fun, but we were trying to decide what to talk about today, and we have a dinner party planned tonight we're hosting, which should be fun. Um, so we decided that we are going to talk about what we do to, like, make a a perfect dinner party. Not perfect, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, our dinner party fun for us and yeah. our guests. Yeah, and I want to, like, specify, too, that, like, I love hosting. I think we both really do. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite things about it is just, like, treating everything like it's something you're allowed to be excited about, even if it's only a couple of people or family or friends or whoever is coming over. So, um, yeah, so we're excited. It's been a while since we've hosted, mostly because our house does not have AC. So it's been very hot during the summer, so it's not super easy to have people over. But. Yeah, pray for us. Um, <laughs> however, it has been nice and rainy and a little bit cooler, so it's it's coming just in time where it's uh, hosting season. So there's a few things that I've kind of learned over the years that make other people feel more comfortable. Um, another thing that I've found too is I feel like most people would rather have things at, at their place, and so mm-hmm. I really like to incentivize my guests to come hang out with <coughs> us, especially because how much we love to host. So um, something I really love to do that I think makes it special is um, to either get takeout before like if we all agreed on something that I want to bring so I'll have all the food there before they get there Mm -hmm. or I like to cook I think that's always really fun um I feel like like people always get excited when it's like oh yeah I'll cook for you it's like oh sweet homemade meal (laughs) and I guess that's the thing my culinary degree is doing for me is it makes other people really excited to try my food yeah (laughs) um which they should be just saying I love your food everything you make is just like chef's kiss (laughs) chef's kiss um yeah so basically there's a few kind of like go-tos and like timing I like to do if I'm gonna have people over I like to kind of par cook everything and like prep everything before people come yeah I have noticed that sometimes people are late due to traffic or other issues and so I like to not start assembling and heating everything up until people are at the house cold before they get there (laughs) right um, yeah, so I kind of like to set an ambiance. I feel like having a clean house is always so important. So. Oh, definitely. That's my favorite part. <laughs> I would say shout out to Tiaza. She's the one who likes to clean. She'll vacuum lines into our carpet. It's so cute. <laughs> oh, but it's so, it just, it feels like it adds so much we did to have, it. We did have a guest come over and ask if you did that, and I bet you that made your week. It did. <laughs> have somebody, like, notice that I, like, put that extra touch on it but yeah so I feel like you know how people always say there's nothing like having a perfectly clean house and lighting a candle mm-hmm. I say that but also like having people over like that feels like a very to similar like, admire admire it and enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um I kind of like to set the mood um that involves having a clean house I usually like to make sure that we're home and not like stressed like I'm always stressed if we have to run out for something right before mm-hmm. people come so I like to have everything prepped and then usually I'll put on some music I've noticed that like Before, I wouldn't do that because I was worried some people, like, wouldn't want to listen to music. Mm -hmm. But I've noticed it's a lot less awkward to just be like, hey, do you mind turning that down or let's turn that off? Than to be like, do you want to listen to music? Like, what do you want to do? Yeah, like, just to have it ready and, like, have the decision out of the hands of people so that they don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Like, it just kind of, like, already being there. Even if it's, like, just kind of quietly in the background. Like, I feel like most people 
have appreciated having like because I feel like the beginning like right as people show up I feel like a lot of times it takes a minute to kind of like get into like actually talking and get comfortable again and whatnot with people Mm -hmm. so like having like a little bit of background noise I think has always been really like helpful for us yeah and to go along with that too I usually like to have people come over maybe like 45 minutes before we want to eat so we like to do charcuterie boards or a snack tray and I like to make them super pretty Mm -hmm. that's not required (laughs) I know I love our charcuterie boards so like you make them so cute yeah or crudite or just like anything to snack on um and that kind of buys me some time to socialize before we start like getting dinner ready yeah plus I feel like it also kind of like is really inviting for guests because I feel like when I go to other people's houses I feel like awkward if I'm hungry to like ask for a snack or something and so like just having something even if it's just like a bag of chips or something out where people can like easily access it and already opened I've noticed this like um if you like when I've had people over and I have like the bags of chips like laid out people like don't if they're like likely to take a chip yeah yeah so that's something that I feel like or if you have like bowls or plates kind of set out so that people know this is for you you can have some of this because I I feel like a lot of people like they kind of have like a candy bowl out just like normally right and you're like am I allowed to touch that or like Mm -hmm. is that not for me (laughs) so like having something out that kind of is like oh yeah this is for you as my guest have at it like enjoy however I learned a tip. I've not done this before, but I will do this next time. I think next time we're having guests over who have little ones, I think I'm going to be making a separate tray of everything we're eating for the kids because Mm -hmm. it ruined my cheese ball watching the little (laughs) kid try to dunk it in. Not the kid's fault. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's fine. I just don't have kids. And so it was like kind of jarring to watch like his fingers touch all of everything. Last time we had guests over who had had babies. Oh, definitely. Which was totally fine. It's just, like... this isn't to call anybody out either, honestly. Like, I totally get it. And, like, when we invite people over and they bring their kids, I want them to feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. It's also just, like, another tip I might have is closing certain doors. Like, our house... Since we don't have kids, we're not, like, baby-proof or whatever. And so we want to make sure that they're safe. And... Yeah, and every every parent is a little different, and so when I try to caveat, like, you can bring your kids, it's not baby-proof. Some parents, like, still want to relax, and I'm glad they feel comfortable doing that, Mm -hmm. but, like, I won't be following your kid around, and he might grab something out of the litter box. Like, (laughs) not my thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's a whole other conversation, but, um, yeah, so I feel like doing, like, a little snack tray is nice, having, like, chilled, like, water bottles is usually pretty good Mm -hmm. and then like offering drinks and things like that too definitely yeah I feel like a lot of the times again people don't I don't know why but I I mean I feel the same way don't feel like comfortable asking for things so like if you offer it up or have it out already I feel like people feel a lot less stressed about it (laughs) yeah and like that's the thing too is that obviously like a large party dynamic is going to be different than like a double date oh definitely Um, I don't know I have like For, like, a birthday or, like, a Halloween party or something, I want, like, more people. I feel like that's really fun. Mm -hmm. However, on, like, an average night, I think I'd prefer, like, two or three couples. Yeah, just like a a small gathering. Right. Where you can actually, like, talk to each other and get to know each other really well and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, and so, yeah, so we've got established the ambiance, our house is clean, we have snacks for everybody. Um, I do have a couple go-to. I don't know how these ended up being what we make when people come over, but I think it's just because, like... They're pretty simple. (laughs) Yeah, what I've noticed is if you have somebody over once and you make them them something, they'll be like, oh, I'd love to see you again, could you make that again? Yeah, so it ends up kind of being, like, a... A tradition. <laughs> yeah, like we have words. certain people whenever they come over they really want my chicken parm. And that's yeah. a really easy one to like par bake and like par 
cooked the noodles and everything and mm-hmm. then just finish it off right as people come so yeah. that one's good and it's, it's like, also quite easy exactly and so that's the thing too is that like I noticed that like when I'm cooking at home and I have plenty of time and there's no rush I want to mm-hmm. try something experimental this is not the time to do that because I don't want to be flustered and not be able to spend time with my guests yeah definitely right and so uh poutine um i've made gumbo a couple times for people when they come over that one's really good because you can have it cooking all day what poutine is because i definitely didn't know what that was when i first heard it (laughs) yeah so poutine's a canadian dish the way that we make it um i'll do like hand cut fries but Mm -hmm. a good uh way to kind of like modify that if you have more people you can uh, take freezer fries or Mm -hmm. like store-bought fries and then throw it in the oven or the air fryer love our air fryer yeah air fryer shout out (laughs) air fryers are great um and and then we'll do gravy and some some mozzarella cheese and that one's really good and it's super simple super cheap it that's what i like about that one is mm-hmm. it's inexpensive but it still feels filling um as far as other options um tia's loves my chicken fried rice for some oh, reason it's so good it's or not, spam fried rice or yeah it's not it. anything special um and it does take a while so if everything's prepped it's not too hard, hard to like cook like people. put it together yeah right but you don't want to do that one, like, as people get there, because it takes a minute to, like, get the rice right and everything, but. Yeah, and another thing, too, is, it, like, these are ones that I really like, like, poutine and, or, like, small individual pizzas or, like, things that are really easy to modify mm-hmm. are really good when you're having larger parties, because people can be like, oh, can you hold this? Like, yeah. make it without that. Like, yeah, I think that the individual pizzas was actually, like, a really good idea. There, There's these packets at um, the store that you can, like, divide into like two or whatever and I think having like a pizza bar is was like super fun for people being able to put or a potato bar yes that was that was pretty fun um as well I feel like being able to let people kind of like individually create Mm -hmm. what they're eating I feel like a lot of the times adds something really fun and it's like kind of about knowing your group too like Mm -hmm. I think it creates a more like intimate feel if you're going to have um plated dishes that you kind of serve to your guests definitely versus something that everybody makes kind of like a potluck Mm -hmm. um and so and yeah Tiaza found these uh packets pizza dough packets that make it really easy if you're doing for a large group but for like a medium-sized group you can also make your pizza dough ahead of time and just leave it in the fridge oh definitely yeah but I think that that I think they're a good idea and they're pretty cheap so (laughs) yeah there's lots of ideas honestly I think nearly any recipe that you want to serve for guests would be easy enough to modify if you prep or par cook most of your stuff ahead of time Mm -hmm. that's the goal is you don't want to be from scratch starting to chop all your onions right when your guests are there yeah definitely also I think just kind of being willing to ask what people like I feel like feels it makes them feel very welcome again Mm -hmm. like being like are you like would you like to try this or whatever because a lot of the times if you just kind of make what you want and then they're not like it's not something that somebody wants to eat yeah it could be like odd (laughs) well I have friends who are like vegan or vegetarian or gluten-free or whatever and Mm -hmm. I'm always happy to accommodate that I just like always I always feel especially welcome in other people's homes when I'm invited and they're like hey do you guys have any dietary restrictions Mm -hmm. and I can be like oh no but Tia would prefer not to eat fish like definitely yeah like that's something that I really like um and what I also love to do is usually we'll keep, like, music playing while we're eating. And then after that, my favorite thing to do at any kind of hosting event that we're doing mm-hmm. is either playing board games or card games or uh, Jackbox games. Yes. I'm like, I don't know if that's considered a video game or, like, a TV uh, game. I it's like just... a board game. It, it, no. It's like a card game on the TV. I just say it's a social game. Yeah. 
Yeah, and so anyone who doesn't know Jackbox games, they're really fun. Basically, you buy like a pack of social games and uh, you put it on your TV or your computer and everybody can like go onto a website on their phone and give answers and mm-hmm. it's very funny. It's very fun. It's very fun for groups. I feel right. like we've always had like a success with playing those games with any group that we're a part yeah. of. Yeah, and the hard thing too is, of course, with the pandemic, it was hard where we weren't able to host. That's something mm-hmm. I really miss. Um, but we were able to do that one particularly over Zoom. We were able yeah. to get that to work really well. You just share your screen and everyone can play. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's definitely still a hit for sure. Or if you like live really far away and you want to, you know, from a friend, you can do that one online and still yeah. feel like you're like... Spice up your FaceTime dates. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, another thing that we've had a lot more fun that takes a lot more preparation is teaser. Teaser. <laughs> yes, that is my name. Teaser. <laughs> um, no, Teaser will either buy or make murder mystery parties, and oh, those I are very those. fun. Mm-hmm. The risk you run with that, though, is depending on your group and how likely they are to hold to their word about showing up it can be very hard and it's not as flexible if people choose not to show up Mm -hmm. or if people like don't get into it quite as much which it still can be fun if like one person is not into the game but everybody else is or whatnot but yeah you're right if like I normally when I'm making my own I have to make a couple characters that aren't technically needed but can Mm -hmm. be included in case people don't show up. Or we plan for me to be hosting and not playing and if someone doesn't show up I You can jump into the yeah. But it's also about knowing your group. That's another thing too is that knowing who you're inviting and what people might mesh well together. Mm -hmm. Also just knowing about like some friends of ours would likely probably we don't see them as often so they'd probably want to hang out just the four of us like mm-hmm. couples but other people are probably we see them more often it might be fun to have them mix with another couple friend of ours or individual friends or things like that definitely and then you can do something like that because like mur- the murder mystery games type thing like you you don't really like get to know each other like no. it, it is more for a, a group of people that already know each other mm-hmm. and like you can just kind of or be yourselves and do your thing. Or extroverts. Like, if you have a bunch of extroverted friends. Yes, or that. <laughs> if people used to be in theater. If not, you want to do something that's a little bit more low-key, I guess, would be the thing for it. Yeah, so if you want to find something more low-key, it definitely wouldn't be a murder mystery party type. Mm-hmm. I think something that would be more fun would be something that's more flexible. Like, um, we have a few, like, social card games. Those are our favorite. Mm-hmm. There's this there's this TikTok going around. It's this guy who talks about, like, quote, gay science and talks <laughs> about, like, how much le- lesbians, like, love... Their like, card games. <laughs> card game or, like, social game parties. And honestly, accurate. Like, I definitely I fit in that stereotype. Yeah, definitely. Like, we we did, I think, uh, a video just a while ago on the Let's Get Deep. A podcast episode? Yes. So, mm-hmm. like, that's one that we really like to do with people because I feel like it... That's more for, like, when we're just meeting somebody, though. I feel like that card game is really good for that because you get to mm-hmm. know them really well. It's not really... Not that you can't do it with people that you know more. No, it's but... just it's just a conversation starter in a way yeah. that, like, can help facilitate some of these friendships, like, new budding friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that's similar to that is uh, called Pick Your Poison. It's that kind of like fun. a would-you-rather. Yeah. It pretty much is a would-you-rather. Um, is that the same with You've Got Problems? Is that one also a would-you-rather? Um, I believe so. We haven't done that one for a while, but I believe that's kind of the same concept, just with different, like, 
themes. Yeah, I like ones like that, though, because you kind of get to know people. You can kind of, like, have a conversation, but it's also mm-hmm. more lighthearted than, like, Let's Get Deep or if you were to oh, do, like, yeah. Cards Against Humanity, where, you know, those jokes might not land with other people. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, yeah. Yeah. That one is a fun, that, that one's a fun one, though. Cards Against Humanity? Yeah. I feel like that one can be really good. I think they came out with one that's, uh, like, pictures now. Oh, is it the meme one? It's like it's not like what would you meme? It's not like that one, but it's like you make comic strips. Yeah, I've played that one. And it's funny. Yeah, we played it like once, but it's not Cards Against Humanity. It's a no, but it kind of has like the same like come off. Like most of the times, it's like a little bit dirtier of jokes or like yeah, it's a stick figure meme. I'll think of it. There's a name for it. Um, but yeah, I have played that one. That one's fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Tiaza loves categories. That's like her favorite game. (laughs) I love the word games that I always lose at. I like don't know why. Yeah, like Boggle. Um, I always lose at those, but for some reason, they're some of my favorite games to play. Um, a more social one is called Incoherent. Basically, you get cards that are written phonetically, mm-hmm. and you have to say them really quickly to try to understand what word they're saying. And it can get really funny. It is very funny. So I like that one. I feel like that's one that you really like doing with people. And Probably because you're really good at it. <laughs> I am really good at word games. I like them. Um, I feel like those ones are fun where everyone can laugh without getting as competitive. Like, I yeah. wouldn't recommend playing Risk or Monopoly or, like, um, what's the train one? Oh, gosh. I can't remember. It's the this board game. Travel train game. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure some of our listeners know what we're talking about. But, like, those more strategic, long, and competitive games are mm-hmm. definitely not as fun unless you have, like, a really great relationship with the people you're playing with because yeah. it can be very frustrating mm-hmm. when, like you mentioned, some people aren't as into it or they get more competitive or Or you're not sure how sour. long they're trying to stay, stay for. And if the game's, yeah. like, only halfway through, it could be kind of like, oh, sorry, I have to go even though we're not done, well, like... That's kind of what I like about a lot of these, like, card games um, that we were mentioning is that you can kind of stop or start as you feel At like. any point. Yeah, and so that one's good. Um, I don't know. We were at our friend's house the other day, and we played this game called Azul. That one was really mm-hmm. fun. I actually really enjoyed well, that one. It was really fun because it's not the kind of game we would pick to play with people at our house, but yeah. I really liked playing it because it was just very, like focus on your own task, very peaceful. It was, like, yeah. really nice. <laughs> I didn't understand it. I, I realized at the end I totally missed some of the rules yeah. and was like, oh, I did that so backwards, but uh, now I want to try it again because I think I can well, do better. <laughs> and that's the thing, too, is that, like, that game wasn't too hard to explain, but it was mm-hmm. a perfect balance where, like, some of these games... When you're at someone else's house, you don't want to have to have a whole lecture on how to play the game before you play the game. Oh, definitely. Also, sorry, same note with those same friends. They showed us... Uh, what was it called? Blockbuster. Bo- Blockbuster. That was That fun. one was so fun. I feel like that one would also be a really good kind of social game, but mm-hmm. like also helps you get like out of... What's Your the word? Out of the- yes, thank you. Yeah. But I thought that one was really fun, even though I was like really bad at it because I'm really bad with like names and names of movies or actors but you can or whatever. Kind of but get to know the group you're in in a way. Like I felt like that was wonderful because I got to like understand like just different Interests dynamics. And stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I liked that a lot. Um, the last one that I really like and want to talk about is it's called um, Code Names, and this one's really fun. But mm-hmm. I don't want. I wouldn't recommend it. Not that you can't play it, but I wouldn't recommend it with a group larger than four. And I particularly love doing this with couples that we've been on a few double dates with that we really like. Mm -hmm. And I like to swap the couples. And so you have to, like, get to know some of your friends. Kind of compete with your person, I think it's Like, against your person. 
Yeah. That's fun. So, yeah. yeah, so, like we mentioned, I feel like it's really fun to do, like, games. I think with, like, a group that you might see more often or friends that you have known for a really long time, sometimes it's nice not to socialize. And so I like to do kind of movie parties. I did mm-hmm. a Twilight movie-watching party with my friends. We did not watch the movie, but it was fun. <laughs> we did, like, a theme. I had, like, an apple charcuterie board, like, the apple on the book. And, like... It was really cute. You did a really good job with I, it, honestly. I found this cheese for the charcuterie board it was called vampire killer because it was like a garlic cheese like that was I, very like, clever <laughs> well and it wasn't like I had like cutouts of Edward Cullen it was more no, just yeah. like a subtle theme mm-hmm. which I love yeah like definitely. red wine and like apple and like garlic cheese like that kind of stuff is fun yeah I feel like w- that works really well with like movies yeah, with movies. I'm saying, like, with, like, groups of people, like, a couple, you know, like, that you're mm-hmm. really close with or whatever, and you just kind of want to, like, be with them, but you don't have to technically talk if you don't want to. Yeah. I think that that's, those types of things are really fun. Or, or you can't afford a movie, like, an actual, like, going right. to the theater. Yeah, or it's, like, also really fun when you're watching a movie that you all like but have seen a hundred times, mm-hmm. like, The Hunger Games. So that or... you can kind of talk about it and kind of, like, joke about things or whatever. Right, yeah, and so that that was fun, honestly. It's also, like, kind of fun to hate watch the first Twilight. Like, it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but it's, so like, good. so bad, so good. Like, it's, it's just a wonderful mix. <laughs> it's a nostalgia fest. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I am trying to think of some other good, like tips and tricks for hosting a good dinner party I think what's especially important is just to remember like the types of people you're inviting Mm -hmm. because sometimes it can you you think so hard about like which specific people to invite and it doesn't quite hit the way you'd like it to Mm -hmm. or you do a large party and two people you never thought would be really good together end up becoming best friends like yeah so it can yeah you definitely just have to I would say ask people. I feel like yes. when people know that they're going to be in a group of people where they're not going to know everybody, I think that makes it a lot better because they come in being, like, almost willing to get to know people, whether, th- like, other than, like, if you invite people and don't tell them that it's going to be, a like, yeah, a big gathering that. with people that they don't know. If you're like, oh, it's a big gathering. With my family, I feel like they would be like, oh, that means it's all of my, like, siblings all together in one right. room. So, like, I think being very open about who's going to be there I think is a of really course. yeah important thing and like as a party guest I always like to bring something small I know it's like <clears throat> traditional to do like a bottle of wine but less people I feel like are either really like wine or like my friends are really picky about their wine mm-hmm. and so something that I I did when I was being hosted with somebody else I was like what is that called like they were hosting me being a guest yeah <laughs> Okay, um, yeah, no, you're right. Um, I was able to bring, like, a small candle or, like, a fancy chocolate bar or something like that. It always Mm -hmm. makes people feel really special. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm definitely not this level of extra, but I've seen people online where after people come into, like, a dinner party, they'll send them a thank you note later, like, thanks Mm -hmm. for attending, and I think that's so cute. That is cute. I feel like we reserve a lot of, like niceties for specific large events Mm -hmm. but like it's not fair for everybody like for single people to not be celebrated because they don't have a wedding or for people who are child free not to have like all of their friends celebrate something for them just because they don't have a baby like I feel Mm -hmm. like I try really hard to do that with my friends so I feel like hosting is a good way to do that Definitely. I think that something else that's really important when hosting is just being able to, like, kind of keep an open mind. Like, I think that a lot of people go in with, like, a lot of structure for their evening, like, what they want to, like, happen. And I feel like a lot of the times that gets thrown on its head, depending on, like, if people really want to talk or, Mm -hmm. like, whatever. So, like, you're just go in open-minded and know that having something planned is really a good idea. Right. 
but like that that could totally like flip upside down well and that's the thing too is that being able to like understand what other people are wanting to do is important like there's multiple times we've tried to watch a movie and we end up just talking and that ends up being more fun yeah or we're playing card games and somebody sees your xbox is like wait we should play this game yeah exactly so it's gonna be open-minded it's really fun like mario games are fun for that Mm -hmm. we were recently at a friend's house and we played just dance that was so fun that was a lot of fun i did that wasn't the plan but it ended up being perfect so Mm -hmm. yeah just being easygoing and like trusting the people you choose to invite Mm mm-hmm yeah (laughs) (laughs) I mean I feel like that was the perfect ending I feel like that's everything that we have to share on this um obviously I feel like a lot of people love hosting but I feel like being extra about it and letting yourself be excited about things is really important definitely I think that's very true we will talk to you next week if Mm -hmm. we survive our hike tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) if it doesn't rain us out um and you have a great week yep bye. bye